What's good everybody, this is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 165 and in it I wanted to talk about a question that I got from an artist. Um, basically asked me how much he should be charging for his, um, uh, as, like when he wants to perform, how much he should, how much he should be charging. So I wanted to liken it to what anybody should be charging when they're doing anything, right? Um, the principles of setting a price. Um, reason I want to mention this is recently I've had to re-evaluate my own pricing. My own pricing. And that's purely because of doing a little bit of research. Um, unfortunately, we don't all have... We're not all able to um, uh, have marketing people, like massive marketing people, to be able to dissect the market for us to be able to say you know what this is what other people are charging and due to our um, uh, calculations this is how much you should be charging um, so what we do is we kind of guess in the beginning and that's what I think we all start doing that we guess and then usually what we do is we set a price and then you know we just before we set our price we think hey, you know what I actually want to I want to make a whole lot of money and what happens is you set your price and you realize that people aren't coming through Either you haven't built up enough of a name for yourself yet, or you know your price is just really way too expensive. So then what you do is you start to dip a little bit, you go down a little bit. And what you, I think where you need to find yourself is in a place where you are, this is in a, in a situation where you haven't been paid for anything yet. Like you know, if you don't have a clientele, say you're a music producer and you don't have a lot of people coming through to your studio, or you are a, um, beat maker you don't have a lot of people picking up your beats or you are an artist and you don't necessarily have massive amounts of people trying to book you for shows what you need to do is set a price that allows you to start to it makes you attractive um, there's a reason why certain brands of say chocolate are a little bit more attractive you know they it might be their price, but sometimes you might find that you might not be able to afford a particular brand. Same with wine or whatever it is. You, you, you'll, want, you'll want good wine, but sometimes you'll go for another wine because it's good and it's affordable. Same as if you, you have a camera. I don't know. All of these different things. You need to balance. Obviously, when people come to you, they're going to balance out. Is this person going to give me what I want? And is it a good price? If you're a good artist, right, and you're unknown and you set a high price, you're not going to, you're not going to win. If you are, conversely, on the other hand, if you are an unknown artist and your price is too low, chances are you're not going to win unless you wake up. See, so it's going to be a game of you switching your prices around and, and you know, the things need to, be, need to be flexible with your pricing. At the same time, you need to be consistent. So what I do to be consistent, because I've, I've spoken to a few, I like putting my feelers out there to, to see what people are thinking about pricing and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm always asking questions to artists. And the f general feel is that with music producers, they never, get, um, they never get consistency. So this one guy um, said that he just previously, he was impressed with the fact that if someone speaks to me today, then they come back to me in 2019. And they say, dude, do you remember me? I'm able to say, yes, I remember you. And I'll look back in their conversation, which will literally show every interaction we've had over the past 
however many years it is, and then I'm able to say, okay, cool, when we first spoke, I understand that our price was this much, right? And they'll respect me for, for remembering that or having, um, or taking note of that. And then from there, you move on to the next price. Now, when I say being consistent, I mean, as a, as a music producer, as an artist, when you are doing work with someone, you tell them this week, you know what, I can do that job for 1.8. Then three weeks later, this person comes back to you and they're like, remember that thing that I wanted you to do for me? And then this, the person's like, yeah, yeah, no, I can do it for, I can do it for 2.1. And now the person's like, whoa, hold on. The last time you said 1.8, what's going on here? Now you start to look a little bit inconsistent and your business starts to look like it's got holes in it. And this already is unattractive. It's unattractive to people who are trying to do business with you because you... You come across as a little bit of a, you know, you're not 100% sure of what you're doing. So when you're making the change, make the change, but be consistent about it. So let it be, let it be a, um, something that you think through and write down and let it be something that you, um, you know, it's something that's well, well planned. Uh, notice how I'm not saying particular prices. I'm not saying you should charge this much. Whoever it is that comes to you and says, when you're starting out as a beat maker, you, you should charge 200 Rand a beat. Or when you're, when you're doing shows, you need to charge 500 Rand a show when you're beginning and then from there move up. It changes. You literally might find that one, one artist gets lucky and right off the bat, they're able to charge 1,000 Rand a show. From there, they can then build it up to 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 and go. Then you'll find another person might not be so lucky. And when they're building up their name, they might need to spend a long time at... 400, 500 rand for a couple of years until you find, okay, cool, the name has grown to such a point where um, they're able to put the name, they're able to put the price up a little bit. So, small indicators that your price isn't correct is obviously you don't have enough people, you don't have people there, right? Um, so, whether you have a show and people aren't trying to book you because your price is a bit high or your beats are not selling and <clears throat> sure your beats might really not be good but what then needs to happen is until your beats get better you need to have your beats at a decent price i'm not going to go out if i was an artist i wouldn't be spending money on a beat that i didn't like you know if your beat isn't if it's not solid what are you doing in the market in any way in, in any case um uh a music producer, well, a beat maker, hit me up and said, I want to start selling beats with you. I had to ask for clarification because I didn't know what that is. I get some really weird requests and that was one of them. Like, I don't understand. Sell beats with me. What, what does that mean? So he says to me, no, I want to be in a situation where I'm giving my beats to you and then you sell them to your people. Okay, cool. Now, we get, now we're getting somewhere. So you basically want me to take your beats and sell them to my clients. All right, and then obviously I put it. I put it in that way because I want them to understand. I want them to hear how silly what they're saying is. If I know that their beats are not good enough, it doesn't matter even if they are good enough. But if their beats are not good enough, they're not going to get bought. If they are good enough, they're going to get bought not because their beats are good enough, but because I have a name or I have a bit of a following. So people will be like, "Oh, okay, cool." So Cyrus gave it a um, a cosign. So you know there must be something here. And there's more chance of someone listening. This is the very reason why people want cosigns. Because cosigns bring value. They're demonstrations of value. If I got a cosign from 
Ryan Leslie, I'd be away. I'd be done. That's all I'd need, and then my 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 brand might explode. It might. I say that because I've seen many people get massive cosigns from all over the place, and they end up being the flavor of the week, and then after that, they're gone. But that aside, the only reason people would be coming to buy your beads is because you know you've given them to me to sell. In any case, um, I'd say just just as a as a as an as an as an end off that having a price set doesn't necessarily mean it's in stone. Um, prices do change. Prices change often, um, especially when you're starting out. Also, you're a very small entity. No one's really going to notice if your price shifts that much. But at the same time, you must try and be consistent. So if you're going to be changing it, let it be known. So you put it up as a post. Um, you should have a mailing list going. In your mailing list, you'll mention it. You'll say, these were my prices. I'm making a slight adjustment to it. You just be nice about it. Don't be like, yeah, I'm seeing that a lot of people aren't paying for my beats because people are cheap. And that's why I'm changing my price. Um, I've seen people do that. And, it, and you, kill your mar- you kill a little bit of your market when you do that. Because now you're saying... Basically, you're saying is that you're, what you're saying is that you're cutthroat, you're ruthless. And if that's your game, that's your game. You know, people are like that. But I think just for the sake of trying to pick up on clients wherever you can, you don't want to sound like a douchebag and say, yeah, you know, you guys don't pay for beats, therefore I'm out, you know. Um, you can say it in a way that, you know, I've found that, um, uh, you know, I, I, want to increase, I want to increase my price because, you know, I might feel like the, the, the brand is growing and I need to expand. There you go, you're done. Increase your price, be done with it, you're finished. Um, yeah, so shift it around now and again, but then what you must try and do is give it a bit of time. So don't say that your beats are 800 Rand today and then next week they are 2,000 Rand and in the following week you bring them back down to 800 Rand and then you bring them down to 700 because you, you wanna sell more. Um, you know, because then you start to look inconsistent and again, you chase away customers. Same with performances. Um, you want to have some sort of a consistent pricing going on um, if you're having a pricing at all. Uh, if you're not at the stage where you feel you are confident enough to, you know, charge. I know a lot of people that shouldn't be charging, that are charging. And I, I speak to them often. I look at their work and I'm like, uh, what do you charge? Why do you want to? Why do you want this now? Why would you want to make 300 rand now for the next seven years? Where, if you focus, if you shift your focus a little bit more, you might not be getting any money, but you'll get more shows, and eventually you'll be able to clock your 10k's, and then you'll be able to earn all that cash back. You know, over the long term, it's a case of patience before you, patience before growth. You know. You need to be very, 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 very patient. Otherwise, absolutely nothing's going to happen for you. So with regards to pricing, shift it around. Keep it, keep it fresh but keep it consistent. Um, it's, it's, you're playing a balancing game again. Um, and then what, what ends up happening, if you follow these rules, what ends up happening is you find a sweet spot. I've had a few points in the past three years where I've found sweet spots. Basically, what a sweet spot is, you've you figured out the the perfect price to have a lot of people come to you and ask you for business and it's the perfect price that you feel comfortable with the money that you're getting so if I'm a music producer and I feel that my beats are worth 4,000 Rand right 
And when people come through, I'm like, ah, 4,000, 4,000, 4,000. They say to me, ah, I'll get back to you. And they obviously never. Um, but then what, you end, what I end up doing is I end up thinking, you know what? 4,000 is quite a bit of money. If I can sell them for 2.5, all right? And I can keep them at 2.5. And then you start to see that at 2.5, you start to generate more sales. What's happened is that you've had to sacrifice a little bit of yourself and how, you, how much you feel the beats are worth so that you can get a little bit more sales going. But at the same time, 2.5 isn't bad. If you sell four of those in a month, you're already at 10K, which is a hang of a lot more than a lot of people that I know um, are getting off beats each month. Uh, don't be fooled by, by studio sizes, by figures or beats sold or what people might tell you. That's not a, it's not an embarrassing thing to say that that's how much you've gotten that month over, out of beats. So, um, yeah, it's it's one of it's just it's one of those things, you know. Your your you need to get a balance. It's a very 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 fine balance. And when you can get that sweet spot, keep it as long as you can. Keep that sweet spot as long as you can. Don't get greedy and now start shifting your price up unless there's a real reason to do so. If there's no if there's no reason for you to shift or to do anything, then you know just leave leave it as is and continue to work. Just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing at that level until you find that, okay, cool, um, it's getting too busy now. That's, that's when your sweet spot's no longer a sweet spot. Now you're too cheap. So 2.5, all of a sudden, I've got a lot of people coming in. Now I'm selling 10 beats a month. In the next month, all of a sudden, I'm selling 15 beats a month. And I'm thinking to myself, crap, I can't even keep up with, this, with, the, with the demand. You know, I'm supplying something, but people want more. What's going on? Then what you can start to do is think, hmm, okay, let me bump the price up a bit. What that'll do is it'll bring your um, it'll bring your sales numbers down slightly, but you're making less sales but at a higher figure. Now you can shift up to 3.5. Now you've got more people buying your beats at 3.5, which effectively allows you to to um, focus on your craft. You're able to focus on the songs a little bit more. Uh, people are paying you a little bit more for all of this. You see, so it's um, it's nice in that way. Um, and then, yeah, you just continue like that till you find yourself charging goodness knows how much for beats. It's all a supply and demand game. If someone wants what you're selling enough, um, and when I realized this, then it changed my thinking so much. When you realize that it's all a supply and demand game, then you're done. Then you can't be fooled into thinking, crap, you know, am I charging too little? Am I charging too much? Because opinions will come in from every, anywhere. Your mother will tell you, ah, charge whatever you want to. Your music's so great. Then you'll get a really, 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 really hectic friend who will say, no, you can't be charging this much. This much. You need to calm down with your, with your pricing structure. Um, and, you know, it'll shift and shift and shift. And you won't know what, you don't know whether you're coming or you're going. And, you know, you just, just bug things up. So... You really, 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 really do need to think through all of this. And as much as you don't have, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, as much as, as, much as you don't have a, um, a, marketing, uh, a marketing division for your brand, you need to be that person. And you need to be the one to um, facilitate that process. To go out there and ask people, how much are you willing to pay for a beat? Would you, would you feel like it's too much if I, if I charge you... Um, 800 rand for a beat honestly 
and get people that you know are going to give you honest answers. I know some people that will say to me, honestly, and the, all they're trying to do is drop my price. So I'll say, I'll say to them, you know, how much would you, if I charge you this much, how much would it, uh, would it, would it affect you? I'm like, yeah, no, you get those people that are very um, genuine and they'll say to you, you know what, I won't be able to afford it, but I feel like your services are worth more than that. Those are the times when you're like, oh, okay, cool, I'm getting close to the sweet spot. I'm getting close to a point where, sure, I can get the gig, but maybe I should bump my price up a little bit because I feel as though I'm worth it and I've heard from a source that I'm worth it and then from there, you start to hear that a little bit more and 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 then eventually you can make that change. So it's all a case of just being aware of all of that. Uh, it's a very tricky game, but it's one that if you get right, you win very, very, very nicely. Um, yeah, that's, that's the game. If you want to send an email through, you can send an email through to business at silasbeats.info or you can head through to my website and we can keep the conversation going there. Uh, you can send me a, an, an email just by being on my website. You can um, have a read through some of the blogs that I have up there. I am posting a little bit more on social media regarding all the blogs. Um, I actually found a piece of software that really does help me focus my posting. Uh, I know how a lot of people always talk about, uh, I don't know what I'm going to be putting on social media, but this, this program is very, very nice. It allows, it allows me to um, kind of curate content and put it out there often. And I'm in people's faces often. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be posting a whole lot more. So then also what I'm going to start doing is typing up a whole lot more posts as well and putting them out there and all the stuff that you're hearing now um, will be in typed up format and I'll try and switch it up a little bit just so that you're not reading exactly what you heard or you're not um, hearing exactly what you read um, in future. So yeah, let's keep the conversation going and we'll build together. Peace.